2: Hello and welcome to the Guitar Nerd's podcast. I'm your host Mark Packham. Joining me this evening is Matt Knight. Good evening, Jay Cross. Hiya. And Joe Branton. Hello. <laughs> oh god. Thanks for that. That's horrible. That's <laughs> horrible. I've had two hours sleep and have you? That's horrible. Yeah. I stayed up. To watch, I watched the Royal Rumble. Live. Oh,
3: right. Of course, it couldn't be like that. You were out partying, or that you know you'd had a, a hardcore. Night of sex and
2: drugs. No, it's that I had, you stayed up to watch. I had a hardcore night of watching burly men uh, try and throw each other over the top rope whilst drinking Lucozade. Probably, I was drinking some Lucozade. There you yeah. go. Yeah, that's my. That's how I roll. But yeah, finished at four, and uh, Ella gets up for work at six. So I've been up since then. So uh, if this podcast is slightly incoherent,
0: that'd be why. It's funny him saying like, "Oh, I went to bed at four. It's like,
2: yeah. That's you know, that's, that's what, what we that's do. what people
0: in your twenties do sometimes. I'm not in my twenties. Oh, okay. I usually go
2: to bed. I've usually oh, right. got my pyjamas on by about seven thirty. Right. Okay. <laughs> the only night I don't do that is when you guys are here on Mondays or Tuesdays to record. So, cool. anyway, um, this or oh, there is a lot of uh, big wrestling news, but that is not this podcast. We, what this podcast is about, we
3: went so far over last time, and I can see that there are more products that we're hoping to get through this yep, time. Yeah.
2: Yep. What this uh, we're going to have
3: to crack through this. The
2: hot topic, obviously, this week is that it was uh, Nam this weekend uh, just gone, and we did talk about a lot about Nam products last week, um, but they, obviously not everything was. Related least, or there were some things that we knew about that we couldn't talk about, uh, and a lot of things we just had no idea on, because they kept them very, very secret. We're going to try not to just talk about pedals this week. Um, But before we dive into the NAM stuff, um, there's been a few bits happening um, with us, so um, what have you all been up to this week?
4: Matt Knight. I um, have been, in fact, I spent today playing a lot of guitar, Um, I got a new amp. Uh, which I put up on the Facebook group I bought a Sir Badger which I've been after for uh, I've been after one for ages I nearly bought one second hand about two or three years ago uh, and then when I started my new job last year and we were a stockist I was like plugged one in again I was like oh these amps are so good it's basically like a hot rodded Marshall in a box but it does much better clean sounds as well uh, what wattage is it? <clears throat> uh, 18 variable down to half a watt uh, nice. using um, onboard power scaling but Like, not just like a switch, it's kind of like actual variable attenuation, a bit like the Marshall AFD slash heads had. But because it's a much smaller range rather than like one watt to a hundred watts, it becomes a little bit more usable. Because you know, like a hundred watts to one watt, you're like, well, can you really hear the difference in between? Whereas at 18 to like half a watt, you can kind of really start to kind of like shape the sound of it um it's effectively got three volumes so one is the power control which is the the actual amount of uh watts then one is a master volume and then one is like a gain control so you've got preamp volume power amp volume and then like valve
2: volume <laughs> valve the old double b <laughs> the uh, it's like that's it's just an attenuation amount isn't it basically
4: yeah yeah um, it's the same
0: didn't the, um, don't the- Some of the a lot of the PV amps do that, like the the classic series, I think, has got preamp, power amp, and master.
4: Yeah, it's it's similar, I suppose, because the thing is, is rather than like a switch that takes it down by half power or changes the amps from like triode to pentode or uses one valve instead of two or two instead of four, it actually changes uh, effectively the amount of power going to the valve base, right? Um, so. You know, you sometimes on some amps where you can switch them down, like the Vox uh, AC range, when you can switch them down to a quarter of a watt, they started to sound really compressed. So this still sounds really open and quite jangly, even though you're kind of uh, rolling the power all the way down. Um, so no, you, quite, don't,
0: you don't mean the Vox AC range?
4: Yeah, the AC4s, they had variable... Oh, uh, the,
0: the little ones, the AC4 TV. The little yeah, 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 yeah the cool, TV, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay, sorry, I forgot.
4: Um, And then I also worked out a way with the ES8 that you can effectively have preset tempos on an analog delay pedal. What? Yeah, so I've worked out a way, and I'll put a description up somewhere because it's too in-depth to go into, but I've got a DM2W that's got a rate control input for an expression pedal. Um, And if you plug a stereo lead from the ES8 to the delay pedal, you can then set per preset a predetermined amount between 0 and 127 that automatically sends that amount to the delay pedal. So you can, in theory, rather than having the expression pedal that sweeps, you set the expression pedal at one point. Right. So that sends that that expression pedal point to the pedal and effectively you can then preset a tempo for every, uh, every patch. I wow. see. So That's you're... Great
3: so it's completely dependent on the analog delay actually having an expression out which is something quite unique to
4: the I don't know actually quite delay. No there's quite a few there are quite a few pedals out there but I mean the, the thing is you can then use that example with anything with an expression in yeah yeah so anything that's got an expression in you can then preset tempos without physically having to have um, you know, an expression pedal plugged in, for example, because I don't actually have to have an expression pedal in for it to work from the ES8. Um, and then also worked out a way that you can kind of do a tap tempo as well, which is quite cool. So you can use it to kind of preset two defined amounts and then switch between the two of them. Right, okay. But it will go up or down in a curve. So it will kind of like speed up in real time. So it sounds a bit like moving the delay control on a space echo. So if you've got loads of repeats, you can get it to slow down like automatically. Okay. Um so mm-hmm. you can get some really cool effects out of it. So you could go from you could do like weird oscillation stuff if you had the feedback all the way up and then you were switching yeah. between the two tempo points. Yeah. You can then in theory um kind of yeah, basically go between you could have it in os- or near oscillation and then get it to actually like Physically, almost like you were turning the delay control, basically. Yeah. Um, so it, that 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 was quite cool. I spent quite a lot of time messing around with that. Actually, is there no you can en- get some quite useful effects on it? Is there no end to the uh, ESA? The range of features on the ESA. Well, it's. It, I mean, that's the thing, isn't it? It's just like you know. I think um, once you've spent enough time with it, you kind of go a bit more in depth with what you can actually do, and then you kind of just think, well, I suppose it's a bit like um, patching stuff on, like you know a synthesizer is kind of like what happens if I plug that into that and eventually you kind of go with ESA it's like what happens if I send this control to that control and then sometimes it doesn't work and sometimes it does but yeah you can get some quite funky results out of it Jay Cross I understand you've been doing some guitar related stuff this week
3: uh, this must be the first time maybe in three or
0: four weeks when this has come around to you and, and you I've, got an, I've got an answer
2: yeah, yeah yeah I'm really excited about
0: the answer I've, I've put a deposit down on a new guitar I haven't Woo. bought a new guitar in ages.
4: Yeah, okay. I was going to say, it's got to be the first new guitar you've bought. first new well, guitar I've bought
1: in... Well, love... since I've well, known
4: you, even when we worked together, I don't think you bought a new guitar.
3: Two of your three guitars have been at my house for a couple of months now.
0: Yeah. I've got the other one, though, at home. <laughs> that's true. And the P-Bass at home. Oh, yeah, that's but true. But I've, I've, I've got to deposit down on, on a new guitar. Um, Not just any new guitar. I'm really excited about it. One of the new... Models one of the new, I, I feel like you've come to me at the wrong time because this is a good segue point into the uh, no, no, no.
2: let's um, okay, so, so coming okay. up in the news, obviously, it's been now this week, there's been a lot of new stuff. Uh, Fender have announced the Magnificent 7 range, we'll go into that in full detail cool. shortly. But one of the uh, one of the mod, one of the new models is uh, is very an, cool indeed, is a Fender Offset Telecaster,
0: which is. Actually, a bit of a funky name for a Telemaster, which is a guitar that has existed in the realms of um, sort of custom builds. And even the custom shop, the Fender Custom Shop did them.
4: Um, yeah, I think the Fender Custom Shop did it first. Did they? And then right. they, okay. kind of did, they kind of did they one. They did like a butterscotch then, with a yeah, black plate, yeah. Yeah, and then everyone went, that's amazing, build some more, and they went, no. Nah. And then there's been loads of stuff like Warmouth have had those sort of bodies for ages. Yeah. It's,
2: it was quite surprising they didn't call it the Telemaster. I
0: was also quite surprised. Do Wait, sorry, they not? Own, they haven't
2: called it the Telemaster. No, it's called the Offset Telecaster. Oh, do they yeah. not own that name? Maybe someone. Maybe someone took it off them. Yeah, that's. It's, it's just a bit weird that they don't. They haven't called it that because yeah. that's what the custom shop one was called, right? Telemaster.
4: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it was called. The, I'm pretty sure it was called the Telemaster. So they are actually calling
2: was, it the Offset Telecaster.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
4: Right.
2: Yeah. So, uh, just explain kind of
0: what it is. So, it's a Jaguar bot. Well, Jazz Master body, I guess. Jaguar body, I suppose Jazz Master because it's standard scale length. Yeah. Um, so it's a it's a Jazz Master body. Um, so, which is really comfortable. I, I mean, I had a Jaguar for a while, for a while, and I've really liked it. Um, but I just I I didn't like the sound of it as much as I liked the telly, and I played the telly a lot more. So I ended up moving that on. And I had a Mustang which I really liked and I um, didn't like the sound of that as much as a telly so I moved that on and then I bought an American Standard Telly which I really liked because I like the sound of it I like the pickups but I didn't like the bridge construction because with the American Standards it's the standard six plate the six way bridge construction whereas the American Special Telecaster that I've got is the sort of more traditional 50s three way brass saddle Yeah Now the new telemaster that they've announced for the Magnificent 7 range is it just encompasses all of that but it is American Standard it's American Standard so I
3: can't and it's so, it seems so out of nowhere like at least when for example when the Jaguar base um, got released into the American Standard series for Fender we sort of had like they toyed with it first it came out yeah, as a Japanese model don't forget these are limited edition oh, oh are they are yeah so but it's still American Standard like they haven't called it it's not an FSR thing. No, it's not. It's not no, it's an American standard. Mm, it kind
0: Assetica. of is because it falls in this magnificent no, seven range. Yeah, yeah, so it
2: kind it. of is FSR. Well,
0: yeah, I mean, it kind of is FSR, but like, the, I guess they couldn't really call it an FSR because it is a new model. It's yeah. not like it's, um, you know, it's not like the t- traditionally what you'd expect from a um, an FSR instrument or an FSR product is that it would be a, a like a relatively recognisable uh products that fender or squire do just with a couple of changes so like a different color or a different pickup configuration or or one thing or or another but this this is like yeah i mean this is a thing that doesn't exist no it doesn't exist so and it, and it, it encompasses all of the things that i like about the previous guitars that i've had um so it's it's got the traditional 50s um, bridge construction has it? yeah on an American standard on an American standard it's got uh, it's got the, the three way brass saddles it's got um, I'm pretty sure the same pickups so custom shop pickups custom shop pickups definitely a twisted telly in uh, it's definitely a twisted telly in the neck I think it might be something slightly different in the bridge right. um, it, would, it would make I'm, sense I'm, for I'm glad to... you know about this guitar you're buying Yeah. yeah <laughs> I mean you know I can change stuff if I need to yeah that's know, true you know um, oh, and but it's other than that it's it's a Telecaster. I mean it's basically my Telecaster, but with better pickups. So
2: I and a different you've body. Ordered
3: it in white. Of course I've ordered it in white. And the white does it come with a torque guard or a white guard? Uh, it's it's white. It's
0: white. White with a white guard. Yeah, it's okay. white with a white guard. So I'll probably um, change that. Well, probably. there's a
3: question: Is the plate a Tele plate
0: then? No, it's a. Jaguar No. It or is Jagu- a, no. It's it, Oh no, it is a Jazz I've <laughs> seen place, a picture it for a while. I got I, I kept looking at pictures and then I was like, I've got to stop looking at this now. So But also, like there's there's hardly any information on it. Like I can't if they're not
2: I don't think they've really no. been listed anywhere yet. No, so
3: I don't I think there are a number of shops that still aren't listing them.
2: So but, um, there's there's less than twenty in the UK, is that right, Matt?
4: I think there's uh, eighteen. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So um, and then five hundred worldwide? Right. Which yeah, what do you think? When you think, like, even if you thought, like, maybe 300 went to America, say, or, like, across 50 states, across, like, the amount of stores, that's not a lot, really, no. when you think about it at all. Not at all. So, um, so, so the uh,
3: fact that you're getting one... Yeah. It's pretty cool. You're
0: going to have to get a custom plate. Yeah, looking at the plate, it is it is going to be a... Um, bottom
2: half telly, top half... Top half, half Jaguar Jag- Jazzmaster. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, so, yeah, it's... Just something, uh, the, the the bridge pickup set just says vintage style custom shop single coil telecaster
2: pickup. There we go. So,
0: I don't know what that will be. Fat um, 50s
2: equivalent, probably, probably. something yeah. like that.
0: So. so, um, yeah, really, really exciting. I did toy with getting the Lake Placid Blue.
3: Oh, it looks lovely because they do it with a mint guard on the
0: Lake, Placid yeah. Blue well. I, I did toy with the Lake Placid Blue,
3: but maple necks on all of the models, yeah. No rosewood sorry. option, and good, um, no need,
0: yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm. I'm really. Yeah, I'm really excited. I'm interested to see because I've not seen the um, headstock up close. Well, they it, haven't done it. There's no logo a, for offset so telecaster. No, it just I, I presume it's like a Nocaster yeah, style yeah. logo. Um, but the neck is um, still the what you'd expect from American standards. So it's modern C. Excuse me, modern C with a um, uh, a uh, like satin back. So, only downside
2: is, not till July.
0: <coughs> not till July. Well, probably a bit later than that, let's be honest. Okay. You
2: know. Because when the Magnificent Seven, uh, as with last year, the 10 for 2015 or whatever it was called. 10 for 15 range. Um, yep. They're uh, time-specific, aren't they? They're so staggering them. It's yeah. all announced now. You get a deposit on it, and then yep. it, you get it when you get it. But this, I think they on the wall, they said July. But it said July, but, I mean, who knows? Yeah, you know, probably August. But but that's fine.
0: I mean, it's... um it's amazing it's amazing i mean yeah. if it was coming if it was out now i'd need to um sell my telly immediately yeah um but maybe um if it's you know if it's a couple of months away I'll be able to sort of hold off and sell in the telly. And you can probably get your telly set up in that time.
2: Well, I mean, I would do if it was <laughs> at my house. Just make sure it works as well, because yeah. last time I played it, it didn't work. Okay, well, there we go. <laughs> but,
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, so there we go. I'm, re- I'm really very, very excited. Awesome. Very excited. Me too,
2: I want to see it, because it seems like it won't, you won't see it in shops. So for I one of us to so. actually get yeah. one, I think is a very cool thing indeed. Yeah, Joe Branton, what have you been up to?
3: Um, oh, this week, I... Um, uh, my band got booked to play some shows in Europe, some festivals. Okay, and there we're 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 flying out there, and with the the festivals are paying to are you, fly us out. Are you there.
2: allowed to do cross borders? I thought there was some sort of uh, oh well yeah. I mean that some... it's no no it's oh, no it's, sorry. it's no, restraining orders.
3: Yeah it's schools it's nothing more. But um, <laughs> uh, no it's. it's <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, that, and and I've never. Whenever we go to Europe, we always drive because we have a van, so we can put our stuff in it. But we're flying this time, and I realised that none of our gear is um, is a flyable. Yeah, exactly. So I'm actually having to invest a chunk of. I basically have to buy a new pedal board. Really? Well, because I can't have you just no put it in something better. N- no, well, I have the pedal train. PT one, yeah, which is the only one in the entire series. It discontinued now, but in the previous series, the only one that didn't come in a in a flight case. It came in it just uh, an ordinary latching hard case. Oh, uh, yeah. So it's not flight case. And to be honest, I mean, it already has a couple of chunks out of it from just being in the back of a van. Could you
2: not just gaffer around it? Bit of bubble wrap inside.
3: I'm definitely not doing that. I'm definitely not doing You could that. just buy
4: a replacement hard case for it though, Yeah, but come you? on you that's going to be the, I definitely the same can. amount. Can you Oh well Yeah, not, you could go yeah, to Swan not, Flight. I'm yeah, sure yeah. someone yeah, likes probably. Swan Flight. Yeah, probably
3: and that will cost me Hundred quid, which is about as much as it costs to buy a Novo Twenty Four, which I think is around. I think a Novo Eighteen is around the same size. So, yeah. but I've noticed that there's ten pounds difference between an, a Novo Eighteen and a Novo Twenty Four. So I might as well get the extra room, put some more pedals on there. So,
2: yeah,
3: um, a, so I'm gonna have to invest like hundred and fifty quid in a in a pedal train Novo Twenty Four, and then um, I I'm a sucker for Uh, Fender Tweed hard cases oh god they'll never survive a flight that's it all of my hard cases are (laughs) I have three and they're all they're all Tweed hard cases
2: I've got a uh, Hiscox you can borrow if you
0: want have you
3: yeah it will get wrecked I mean
0: I've I've got one that a base case a base one yeah yeah. I've got one that um, is already wrecked I think it's upstairs at the Evening Star yeah mine right, yeah, but
2: yeah. they um, so the last time I travelled with mine I saw uh, one of the kind f- track or whatever it is um, runway side staff uh, throw it from the little carrying thing onto the floor and then throw it into the pile of stuff um, and it survived it's all good so uh, mm. the case is still fine just What I would suggest is maybe put some gaffer around it. Yeah. As I would do with anyone flying. Because
3: I I messaged you all the other night to ask if... um, Yeah, we probably should have said then. Have you ordered (coughs) some already? What? Oh, oh, no, I haven't. I haven't ordered ordered them yet. You can Um, borrow mine. I'm going to order the Nova 24. But, yeah, well, I might take you up on that. I was thinking maybe I should actually have one of these anyway. But, um, yeah, I messaged you guys to actually just ask if the Hiscox EBS is flight... Um, proof. Just 100%. Because, because I know, of course, there was the big thing and, of course, we've all have or do work in guitar shops, so we've all done that thing where you put a Hiscox case on the floor and then jump up and down on it to demonstrate to the customer that it is a really good case. But despite that,
2: the catches have just always seemed a little bit... The catch with the key on it, from on every Hiscox that I've had, has broken. That's why I always put gaffer around it. Right. Um, because, like... I guess you just can't guarantee how the the catch is. Like, the case itself is solid enough. But, yeah, a bit of gaff around it and a bit of bubble wrap or some T-shirts yeah. uh, inside, stuffed inside. I think uh, the thing we'll, is, ideally, we'll see, you right? always...
4: You always want to wrap something around it anyway, so that you can tell that no one's been inside it. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. So if you gaffer tape around it, then yeah, uh, then do. you know if someone's tried to come but inside it. I
3: had, uh, I have like an instrument fund. I had like three hundred quid in there that I was looking forward to doing something exciting with, like the PRS base that we were talking about. Oh last yeah, base. it's gone. Well, I can't, I can't do that now because I've got to. All that money has now got to be injected into a.
2: Well we've saved you some gear. we've saved you some money. You oh, can buy yeah cases. Yeah, yeah, I could yeah, borrow an EBS. Yeah, thanks again. But yeah, that's right, me. No, we worries. should move on. Yeah, I will we'll do. Yeah, we've got uh we're twenty minutes in, we've not talked about NAM yet. Yeah. Just quickly, um before we go, I've got a couple of bits of news. Um in that uh I finally got around to ordering a Montreal assembly count to five. Cool. Um yeah. They yeah. I got a little I was such a Why? sucker. Because they're really cool. They sound really good. I know, I know, but I, I was
3: explaining them to a colleague at work when, when you had said that you were getting one. Uh, I was explaining to a colleague at work what they were and they were like isn't Mark in a punk pop
4: band?
2: Yeah. I don't play, guitar in, don't play guitar in that band. I am still in that band. We're doing a gig March
4: no, 11th. I was going to say not anymore. Now that you've got this you'll be like in some sort of weird ambient punk. Oh
2: yeah you know I've been listening to yeah. a lot of BBO that sort of thing. I just thought uh, you know it's time to, to do that. No um, I just really like the pedal. I think it's a really cool concept. Um and, yeah, he's taking pre-orders now. Uh, so it's like $50 pre-order, and then you get it in April or May, something like that, when you? and then you pay the balance and, and send it over. So, yeah, all good. I'm really looking forward to it. I shall report back. Um, the other thing is I am f- doing a review on the site for the Daddario custom patch cable kit. So uh, yesterday I completely pulled apart my pedal board and replaced all of the Fender Custom Shop cables, with uh, the Daddario custom patch cable kit, and it actually worked out really nicely. It's um, it's super neat. I mean, I don't think it's the best uh, patch cable kit on the market. I know, like, is it the Diego one that's... The patch factory.
4: It's Diego. I mean, there's so many solderless kits. Yeah. Are, so people making solderless cables out there. Yeah. But yeah. these
2: were good. Do you know what I like about this? The jacks are, like, really chunky, um, which for a board like mine where like i have actually got a little bit of space because i haven't got that many pedals they're really good and they were
4: like much weightier than i thought um just, it all just feels really good quality the only actually, one thing um i was going to say also that's a real advantage is that if you've got normal pla- um, planet waves cables like an 18 footer you can act, and it breaks you can just cut the end off and then put a solderless patch cable really one on the ends nice yeah. I didn't know that. That's, That's cool. very cool. But, I mean,
2: that uh, would actually play into the downside is that you only get enough for six pedals, and even on the small pedal board that I've got, I've got seven pedals. So I've still got to use one of the little Fender custom shop ones at the end of the chain, which is really annoying.
0: That does seem like a bit of an oversight. Yeah, it's oh. it's not
4: enough. Actually, though, we're I don't pointing have six out. pedals on my practice board. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Worth pointing out that MXR have got patch cables and they've got pancake ends. They're like really really? flat end patch cables. Oh, thank
3: goodness! Yeah.
2: What? Um, Have they? They just come
4: out those, or they? Yeah, yeah. They've just they've just come out. We've um we've just started stocking them, and um I suddenly oh yeah. And actually, Roland are have announced a series of uh, new cables and patch cables as well. They have indeed. Um, Yeah, we've got some. um, We're gonna have some reviews
2: and on that new stuff on the site. I think at some point.
4: Yeah, Um, but MXR pancake. Patch cables, which is quite good if you're trying to save space. So really good for, like, micro pedal boards.
2: Nice, nice. Well, yeah, the um, overall thoughts on the Dodaro kit. Very good, uh, good quality, easy to use, but not enough. It would be good if there was at least two more in there. I assume you can buy, like, a booster kit to get some more. So um, review going up on the site soon.
0: I I think you can buy them as, like, individuals. I think you can buy... um, I think you can buy the the jack plugs in twos. Okay. Which I I still don't think is enough. So you can buy them to make one more patch cable. That's
2: fine though because you just if you need two, you just buy two. Well, I suppose, but it's I don't know, it still just seems like but it does come with enough cable though. That's that's the thing I was worried about is it wouldn't come with enough cable because I saw that it only had right, 10 enough foot. for six pedals and I was like Wait, it's not going to have enough cable to do my board, because mine stretches from the top left-hand corner yeah. to the bottom right-hand corner of the board. But the, I've got ample cable Well that is bad arrangement. No, 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 it's good. It works out great. Um, so, yeah, but the, yeah, uh, plenty of cable there. I've still got probably, you know, two, three metre left. Right, okay, so, so, cool. So it's all good. Anyway, shall we dive in some news NAM news? from Nam? I like that. That's good. Um, so, let's dive in. We've already talked about one of the guitars from it, but Fender have announced the Magnificent Seven. Yeah. Seven new guitars uh, across... Seven new limited edition guitars across 2016. Yep. Um, Matt Knight, give us the rundown.
4: So They're just um, getting lazier, aren't they? Yeah, last year yeah. they did ten, 10 now it's 10, seven. seven. Next Come year on, there'll just be one guitar. <laughs> yeah. That's it, just one. Give us a rundown. Um, so, you've got... Um, limited versions of the elite series so they're doing a flame topped strat and a flame necked telly um, in sunburst um, I think they're going to be the first two to arrive then they're doing um, matching headstock tellies, which they, look very cool they look very cool they look so very, they're, very, they're matching
0: headstock American standards
4: which Yeah. You... so they're doing a seafoam green um, an Olympic white which I thought was quite cool yep. um, and a lake placid blue all with, um,
0: uh, all with rosewood boards with rosewood boards, that's a shame, isn't it? Um,
4: yeah, yeah, no it would have been nice not. to see seafoam green with a maple board. I actually think the sea no, fo- no, no, I think no, the seafoam
3: colors have to have rosewood neck. Well, you're crazy. No, I don't know. no, no, no. Otherwise, they just look ridiculous. <laughs> I
0: think the the seafoam with the rosewood looks really, really good. Um, I think the white with the matching headstock is a bit interesting because I can't. I, the only guitar I can think of that's white with a matching headstock that a Fender have ever done, as far as I can think of, is the Johnny Marr Jag.
2: Yeah, yeah. And some custom shop stuff, obviously as well. Yeah, but you know it's a standard run, so
4: that's really cool. That's really interesting. Yeah, um, in June they're doing a bass. Um, it's an American standard PJ bass. Yeah, oh yeah, that's right. I Saw that. Um, yeah, great. Which is quite cool. Yeah, Just one. Um, guys.
3: Added a jazz bass pickup to it. Really, thanks for the yeah. interesting release this year, guys. Yeah, and it's
0: only in Sunburst. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Sunburst it's rose with Hood. a black plate isn't it, <laughs> as
3: well. Yeah, 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 brilliant. Great. Thanks, everyone. Um, no, no one cares. Then, then come
4: come july um obviously we've got the offset tellies um so very very cool um september light ash telly um it's a bit of a weird one because it's gold hardware uh and a tortoiseshell scratch plate so it kind of reminds me a little bit of um the those? a christmas condom do you remember remember those valley arts guitars oh yeah yeah Uh, it sort of reminds me a bit of a bit of that. that so they were kind of like really blingy tellies. It reminds
0: right? you of a blingy cheap telly, is what you're trying to say. <laughs> no, they were really expensive.
4: Yeah. Where, uh, Gibson okay. actually bought those I Yeah, think, they, did, know, buy, about they 13, did buy 13. I think they're about fifteen hundred quid some of those. The, um, the
0: thing I read about the um the light ash telly is that uh Fender are guaranteeing that um, none of them will weigh more than £7. Yeah. yeah, I mean,
4: that's pretty crazy, isn't it? So, yeah. What if they build one and then they're like, oh, no. They'll scrap it.
0: They've said that if, if they build it and it's and it's and more than it weighs more than £7, they will scrap it.
4: Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, and then finally, come uh, October, um, there are a limited run of... Um, jazz masters jazz or, masters, no, yeah, jazz masters yeah. but with a Bigsby, like a b50 vibrato tailpiece these look super cool amazing yeah, yeah this is awesome. the best thing excuse uh, me especially the oh, um, sorry <laughs> especially the the <laughs> blue the blue one because I don't think it's a normal colour blue no I think it's, is it ocean turquoise I think yeah. it's no, ocean it, is it? Um, are you sure no, no, no not
0: now
3: you've no. no. asked me like that <laughs> I, I don't know it, it, it didn't quite look like ocean turquoise even I, but, but again I'm not sure
4: I like, to be honest I, I can't we'll find remember out. exactly what the colour is it's blue uh, it's metallic it? Blue. It's blue it looks great you've got stuff to get through here
2: yes so um, where are we up to what else is left in the
4: Magnificent Seven That's, series? Um, that is... That, well, that is the Magnificent Seven. Okay. Um, the other Fender release um, that you didn't get on there, I don't know if we mentioned... I think we spoke about it before, the Base Breakers. Yes. Of, um, uh, the reason finally- I didn't
2: put them on there is because... We I think we've talked about them a bit before, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. yeah they, they got really
3: accidentally
2: pre-released, didn't they? Oh yeah, they got kind of leaked. Yeah. They
3: said yeah, they sent them to some fella to do um a review of them and he didn't realize they were embargoed and Brilliant. uploaded
4: the review. Brilliant. <laughs> Who did that? I, I've, I didn't know the fella. Some some guy at in America, all. I can't. Like, but this, it, it didn't the even thing look is, like a good review. <laughs> the um the price on them is pretty it's pretty nuts. Like their seven watt head is 200 quid. Really? Me. Yeah. So, what's what's the actual lineup in terms of heads so and combos? I think they're doing a seven watt head, a fifteen watt head, a fifteen watt combo, a thirty watt combo, a fifty watt combo, um, and then they're doing like a bigger head and cab as well. If I remember rightly, I'm tr- I'm trying to remember the exact range off the top of my head. What, so, um, what are the um, combos start? The, 15, style, the watt, fifteen watt combo. The, the, I think the combo start at 15 watts
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, price, price wise
4: uh, price wise I don't know if anyone's actually listing them yet I mean it will uh, be more than a Blues Junior won't it I don't think they are I think they're actually
2: less than yeah, a Blues yeah that's my thoughts if the, really? if the 7 watt head is only 200 quid uh,
4: they are 350? $450 so 400 oh price. my
2: goodness wow. so yeah. just
4: about 20 quid cheaper yeah um, so you've got your yeah.
2: Blues Junior for your traditional Fender sounds and then the bass breaker for kind of marshall sounds I guess yeah
4: because someone was saying oh well you know it's, uh, it's not going to it's going to be really weird and really different but actually the valves in it are the same because it's still got 84s in it yeah um, because the 84s are the, no 84s are the small ones yeah 34s are the, the bigger ones yeah so yeah, yeah 84 so it's just a completely redesigned like um, preamp power circuit so if you want kind of like a much sort of beefier sound rather than the kind of glassier sound of the Blues Junior it's, it's, I think they're going to be pretty good and an XLR line output as well apparently that's quite um, a jump is there effects um, uh, loop on there uh, I do don't think there is okay. i think there's just the um there's a power amp mute which i thought was quite weird and then yeah switchable speaker emulation um via xlr so very bizarre well presumably, good- presumably
0: um the power amp mute is to be used in conjunction with the xlr out yeah. sure sure so that you to so your you can mute recording. The, mute the speaker yeah that yeah. sounds really cool yeah. that's an interesting that's a very interesting way of doing it as well um, because I know that the the obviously Hughes and Kettler do something similar in mm. the Red Box,
3: but you'd but expect them to. It's yeah, surprisingly yeah. contemporary for Fender. Yeah, yeah, it? very true. Yeah,
2: maybe they caught yeah. a sneak look at the Blues Cube Hot and uh, thought, well, we need to keep up with those sort of sort of features.
0: I mean, I think it's just it's just Fender sort of realizing that it's it's not 1965 anymore. Yeah, you know, true. Which ah. And but but not but doing it. In a in a good way, where you know, Fender way. well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, because you know, you think about what Fender have done over the last, you know, five, ten years or so, trying to project themselves into into the modern day by like the, releasing the Mustangs, which whilst they fill a niche, and I mean, not particularly exciting for for us. The machete, and then you've got the machete, exactly. Which again, I mean, I I know there are some people out there who absolutely love the machete. I, I never got on with it I just, I just didn't think it sounded very good at all. I agree with you, um, but, but, but I experienced exactly the same thing. Some people really, yeah, yeah, like a, a friend of ours um, who you work with has got one. Really, and, yeah, Steph has he? He's got one, and he absolutely yeah. loves it. Absolutely loves it. And um, and and you know, he's someone whose opinion I really respect on guitars. And uh, I just thought that maybe there was something that I missed with the machete. Maybe I just completely, like, didn't like the aesthetics of it and therefore allowed that to colour my opinion of the sound. I'm not sure. Do you like but... the sound of mess boogies though? Well, not really. Well, there's... Yeah, that's that's probably, the, yeah, but that's it, nice. it wasn't... They weren't boogie like like-for-like, no, were they? they were was, quite different. Yeah, I... I, see, I it thought was the active
4: so. EQ that was very, very difficult yeah. to kind of get ahead. Yeah.
0: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite
2: Round. which is always my problem with boogie stuff is that the active eq just messes with my head and i can't work out like i just need like controls three controls and, that yeah. say bass middle and treble and yeah. i kind of know yeah. where i am
4: and yeah um, so it's quite it's quite good I've, I've actually i've just found the entire range so i'll give it a quick uh blast through. so they're doing a bass breaker 007 7 watt head and combo a 15 watt watt combo as well seven watt awesome. combo yes uh, 15 watt head or combo, uh, and then one they call the 1830, uh, which is switchable, which they're only doing in combo form. Uh, they're doing a 45 watt head or combo, and then you can buy a 1 by 12 or a 2 by 12 matching cab. Cool. There we go. That um, so seven, it's like a, a whole new range. That's quite cool. Seven yeah. watt combo sounds interesting. Yeah. Very yeah, interesting. especially if it's got the um, the switchable um, power. Output. Yeah. Have you Definitely.
0: got? Have the prices been released to those yet?
4: Yeah, there are some people um, listing them I was just on the Fender website just to kind of get a, a little bit more of a rundown but uh, when you click on the link it says page not found so, sweet good Alexander. stuff well some, um, something also... else
2: that's not on the Fender website is the a couple of brand new Squire models um, didn't even really sorry reckon... sorry the list is this long and we're actually going to mention these yeah these look cool man what are you talking about just go through them very quickly no with this, these are super important just because you think the base is rubbish uh... no no I just hate
3: <laughs> the cribs
2: uh, so um, I don't even know who they are. Uh, didn't get much the of the worst it. band of all time. They're fine. They're just an enemy band. Did They're Johnny like Marr play guitar for a while? The
3: band of the century
2: didn't get much of a shout out at Nam, um, but apparently they were there. Some people have got pictures of them on the wall. But they've um, details have come out online. The Squire Ryan and Gary Jarman signatures, um, as you've already pointed out, uh, the frontman and bass player of the Cribs who I know absolutely nothing about um, they do that man's needs song I don't know what that is
3: man's
2: needs that's not helping man's that's making that my two hours of sleep head hurt yeah. um, it's a terrible song so um, the, uh, Ryan is the guitar player his signature I guess is a cross between a kind of Mustang and a Jaguar but it's not it's not a jagstang, is it? It's a no. completely unique is it the,
0: shape. Well, is it a completely unique shape, or is it the other sides?
3: Well, I don't know. That's Fender have I'm, claimed that's a see, completely unique shape. Well, yeah, I
0: mean, perhaps they would, but that to me looks like because that, the, if you hold it like that, the.
3: It I looks mean, like a Jaguar the, top. I agree. Top and a Mustang top. top,
0: top one on is. No, I see. I think it looks like a Mustang top so, and a yeah. Jaguar bottom.
3: Exactly. That. Which is the oh, other I way round? Long way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, half, which, well, that's this what, is impossible for listeners well, to follow. But um, no,
0: because if you if you do have, think about the Jagstang, which was obviously the Kurt Cobain guitar, that's what he wanted. Was he wanted a guitar that was if you if you're holding the guitar by the neck, the left. So if you split it down the middle, the left side was a Mustang and the No, the left side was a Jaguar and the right side was a Mustang, I think, and by the looks of things, this is the other way round.
2: Yeah, I think you're actually right, yeah. So, um the good thing about it is it's not a Mustang bridge. Uh regular sort of Jaguar jazz master well, with a tuner on there. Um Duncan design Humbucker in the bridge and a Jaguar style Yeah, Jaguar style pickup in the neck. Um with roller controls, volume and tone, and then a, a three-way switch. These look super cool. He's actually been playing them for a while. Is like, it short scale as well? Uh, it's uh, Jaguar scale length, I believe. Right, yeah. Um, so yeah, he's been playing these for a while, and there's been kind of this hype building up around this kind of mythical guitar. The, the most guitar. important thing is the color. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's like what is it Ocean? Burgundy Mist? Yeah. yeah Bur- Burgundy Mist with, yeah, with a matching, matching headstock. Very yeah, nice. That is very cool. So anyone who wants to do kind of uh, that popular jangly grunge that all the kids seem to be into at the moment. This is like quite Dude, a cool guitar. The, the, the Cribs were a popular band like a decade ago. Yeah, I realise that. They in I, no I, way I do No, popular. but that's what kids are into now, isn't it? Like 90s nonsense. Like plaid <laughs> shirts and long hair and stuff and Thrasher T-shirts. Um, yeah, this guitar is perfect for that. Um, and alongside that, apparently his brother plays bass in the band, which I, I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> This is a real, really, really weird one. Again, another totally unique shape that's based on, like, half precision, half Fender Bass 5. No, it's like yeah. half jazz, half Fender Bass 5. I
3: thought it was just the Fender Bass 5 body shape. No,
2: no, no. no? Slightly different. Um, P, single P-Bass pickup, um, thumb rest. Rosen- no, no, no. Tug bar. It's okay, not a thumb rest. tug bar. Um... <laughs> Uh, and and
3: it's, a thumb, it's, it's a thumb rest if it's, if it's above the strings it's below the strings so it's a tug bar you're a tug bar um, is that
0: a um, telly base headstock it is yeah. it, as well, well
3: only because they've obviously just used the necks off of the squire vintage modified Tele- telly basses. no 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 the, not the 51 no because that's a 32 inch scale it's not 34 right, okay. or 30 it's 32, So medium right, scale okay. which is what they had with that headstock on the Telly basis. They right. released a, a series last year. You could get them in blonde or black. Or Black, yeah. And they were they either had the fifty one pickup in the middle, or you could get them with a telly humbucker in the neck and yeah. a jazz pickup in the bridge. Right. Okay. Yeah. So that sounds awful. Oh, D- they, they well they were discontinued <laughs> very quickly. <laughs> That's like a really horrible combination. I um I <laughs> had a a patch that I forgot about and uh, and will let me borrow an ex demo guitar to take down to to band practice one night and um the only thing in xdemo was one of those vintage modified telly bases I might as well have cancelled the practice it was, it was a, <laughs> <laughs> I might as well have down tuned a guitar for all that that thing sounded like a
2: bass honestly. right wow yeah. nice. sounds great nice. that,
0: that's a, you've, you've convinced me yeah. I'm in
2: <laughs> now the uh, Gary Jarman however has a um, just a single P bass pickup so I'm assuming it's just going to sound like a P bass with a weird body on it um, it's got a 50 style chunky bridge though it has yeah this one Shettle. that they're, they're putting on everything this kind of brass saddled yeah. big three uh, saddle chunky yeah, the, bridge I
3: think the first thing that sort of turned up on was probably the freeman
2: yeah
0: yeah definitely yeah yeah they're um they're cool it's weird isn't it both of these guitars kind of look like they've been uh they've been photographed in like a circus um what, one circus of those mirrors. of mirrors yeah, yeah. like
2: room of <laughs> mirrors doesn't it it's really weird or someone sort of made a bass out of plasticine and then trodden on it a little bit and <laughs> squished it out a bit. Well it's just
0: like because they're both because if they're both short scale they're like you hold them up in the mirror and like they've been squashed down but also the bodies have sort of been squashed in and yeah, yeah it's cool yeah. Yeah, so interesting. M- moving
2: on loads of new stuff from Orange as you would expect from, uh, from Nam. Um, firstly we talked about it last week the discontinued Tiny Terror Yeah, um, Orange has been making a big thing about it with this Tiny Terror documentary that they've done about the heritage um, the final part of that puzzle is that they've released a new Tiny Terror well kind yeah, of I a just ish. found the price a green had, had you not seen it before I the had not I'd seen me. £2,000 yeah. is that
3: how much wow. it is £2,000 well, for a green tiny terror head and they're not uh, green matching they're,
0: it's not green silver head yeah. and the green cab and have you seen I don't know if they've the if, front panel's
4: green oh is it yeah okay. it is yeah, yeah it's green I, and black they I, look I, awesome I must admit it's they a bit do weird, look obviously absolutely. it's 10th anniversary but they've decided to do it in green I suppose if they did it in orange it wouldn't really be as distinctive yeah uh, do you know what
2: did you see what they've been colloquially calling it
4: no the shiny the terror.
2: Shiny terror. Very nice. So Matt, <laughs> give us the rundown on what's what's different. Why is it two thousand pounds?
4: It is actually, as far as I know, hand wired mm-hmm. um, in the UK. Um, so it's UK built, where obviously the normal tiny Terrors are um, Far Eastern built. Um, they're only making a hundred and ten. Um, so they are I mean it is It is basically a pretty collect, a pretty good collector's item because uh, recently a few years well say a few years ago um, they did a run of 50 hand built um, 50th anniversary OR50s and they're worth about 5 grand now really um, <laughs> and each one was individually named with a different uh, oh yeah a different name um, and I think Aid, who's the guy that helps design all of this i think he had a hand in building every single one of them right um and i don't know if it's the same thing um with this but uh, yeah they are hand wide and the speakers are also custom designed um so they were designed uh in house by the guy who also works at celestian to match the amp and i think the speaker cabs are 2x12 as well 2x10 uh, sorry 2x10 two two, ten.
2: Two 10 yeah really yeah. that's a bit of a non-choice isn't it because you know all the rest of the range they've done you know mm. when they've done little tiny terrors have all been a all been a 12
4: yeah um, but I mean it's going to sound it's going to sound great I mean they did those hand wide tiny terrors quite a while ago um, the chrome ones no no chrome. no no, they, were, they, they, the, they were just normal. They were just called the Tiny Terra hand wired. Oh, right. They were called the hardwired, actually. I think. Oh they, yeah, hardwired. That's uh, it. Which kind of have, have, you don't see them on the market um, very often either. Um, but I mean, this is yeah. I mean, it's just going to be an awesome sounding amp.
3: It looks phenomenal, and yeah, what yeah. what a great piece of heritage because the Tiny Terra did revolutionise the lunch book. Lunchbox? The, the Lunchbox box amp market. Yeah. As much as Hughes and Kettner claim it
0: was them, it really was the yeah, so Tiny Terror that did I, it. So I've sort of I had a quick chat with Mark about this earlier. I, I was gonna write a um I was gonna write something, but I think I might I might possibly do a video that might rile some people up on uh why I'm glad that the tiny terror is being discontinued. Really? You're glad? I yeah, I think I think I'm I think I've got I like I wrote I wrote a, like a little article about it. And
2: then I thought actually this might be
0: better as a video. So ten I'm like, years
2: is a good run, isn't it? I I think so. It's I think it's so. good enough. Time to move on. Yeah, ready to move on. Ready, yeah, ready to yeah. move on. I think so. Definitely. Um, they're moving on uh, in the bass amp world. Oh my goodness! Because, what uh, wonderful so, year. So over the last couple of years, we've seen them uh, doing some new solid state bass heads. Well, it does. It does. It's always surprised me that the guy
3: obviously Aid, who who runs Orange, is a bass player well, himself. Well, he
0: he's he doesn't run Orange. He's in he's charge a of lead the, designer. Lead designer. Yeah. Yeah, well,
4: he um, Orange is still run by Cliff Cooper. Are they? Yeah. yeah. Oh, still- and he, oh, actually, that's another thing. He hand-signed 110 certificates for the uh, limited time terrorism. Oh, well. That's cool.
0: Yeah, so, no, um, he Cliff is still in charge of the day-to-day... Like, he's still in the office. Oh, like, amazing. I think pretty much every day.
4: Well, oh,
3: all thanks to that court case with the Orange phone company. I don't know anything about that. Oh, that's... Yeah, yeah, you should look up. There's some uh, an interesting backstory on... Why orange had to fake. change their
0: name to EE? Did they go become EE? Uh, no, 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 they
2: became the WWE actually right, okay. um, <laughs> to avoid any contractual obligation Against to the, the World Wildlife, Wildlife Fund, right? Good yeah. job. Um, so, uh, yes, so they removed it last year and um, the year before the new OB series. Mm-hmm. They've kind of taken that a step further uh, with they a brand have. new
3: product. So what they've gone for this year, they they have also introduced uh, an, another amp to the um, OB and 500 yes, series. Well, yes, they, they have the OB three hundred combo. So we've got a, a single fifteen inch um, OB uh, OB one three hundred combo, which just makes so much sense. Yeah, like it's the right price point, and it's just this is exactly
2: what a small gigging musician needs. They've always um, that market's always been a bit crap and it's been i think it's been time for someone to actually step in and do a decent 300 watt big solid state combo mm, absolutely um because it's been a bit underserved really yeah, definitely definitely i mean you and me both i think worked in base
3: departments around the time that it was being so underserved and whenever yeah. you got People coming in with, uh, you, you know, sort of relatively new players who wanted their first gigging amp and had, a, you know, a certain budget to fulfil.
2: It's always that. Oh, I've got around three to five hundred pounds to yeah, spend. Exactly. I mean, I'm not sure how much these actually are. I assume they'll be probably over five hundred quid. Uh, only slightly. I think. Yeah. Um, Have you got a price? I up can actually. It off for you? Yeah.
3: But um, I, I think they're only a, a little bit over, considering the price of the the heads are only three hundred. Yeah.
2: Um, it's all, It's a bit of a. Kind of, it always was a bit of a kind of no man's land. Really, you had to say to people, well. You know, if you want to spend less than 300 quid, get something for your house. Yeah. If you want to spend over 500 quid, then maybe you think about getting a slightly more expensive head and cab. So. Uh, one retailer
0: is listing them at 899 Oh, wow. Okay. So, they are quite a bit more. Oh, but okay. <laughs> um, yeah.
2: But it's still fulfilling that, you know, pro- kind of professional grade 15-inch combo.
0: And by the looks of things, and you may be able to correct me if I'm... Incorrect here But by the looks of things You can take the head Out of the chassis It does Relatively look easy I, I, it, yeah. I, I mean it, it does appear To just be the, the four The four rack screws That you would expect To have to Screw it into Like a rack unit That's holding it Into the um, Holding it into The chassis of the combo If that's the case That is brilliant
2: hmm. Probably Isn't that Because well, when you get that They will often Not have the top Panel on You say that But you know Mark Base you are always
0: able to yeah, true. with the mark-based stuff. You could get in the back and unplug the kettle lead and unplug the speaker cable. If Orange have done the same thing, you know, if they've if they've left the um, you you, if couldn't, you couldn't remove the head from those. Combos, no, you couldn't ain't. remove the head. But that's what I'm saying. If Orange have done it so that you can remove the head in this... that'd be good. Yeah, that yeah. would be. Re- I don't know. I mean, we've not seen the back of them, um, and I would have thought that that's probably quite a. You know, makes life a little bit more difficult because you've got to. We're not porting it as such, but you know, you've got to leave the back open for
3: the head.
0: But that would be really cool. I hope they've done that.
3: Well, either way, they're great, a great addition. But more excitingly, Orange have gone into a whole new market of bass head with their four stroke bass amp heads. They've uh, they've released two again in three hundred and five hundred watt, and these are these come in the same chassis as the OB one series. But what makes them really unique and really different for Orange is Orange have. Um, sort of set aside everything that you would normally associate Orange with and they've gone after bass players who want clean. Essentially the other market of bass (laughs) players. Yeah,
2: dirty and clean. Yeah, got it. it, They've got
3: both of them. So what they've done is they've they've put built-in, solid-state, Class A compression on there um, and they've gone with a parametric EQ as well. So completely not what I look for from Orange, which does worry me because I worry (laughs) that people who are looking for that don't look at Orange. Sure. But... I think this is great, like a, a rock and roll brand who are offering essentially a clean amp here that can take loads of pedals. I mean, I'm, I use the Obi-Wan 500 and
2: I'm perfectly happy with that amp. I mean, and when actually, you say they've gone down the other route, I don't think the obi Ones are overly dirty. I mean, they've got obviously got that blend circuit yeah, built in and their stuff. Their second
3: control is a drive. Well, right? Of course.
2: Uh, no, I understand that. But you, if you leave that off, they're they're not particularly grindy. Well, I sounding. actually find
3: them incredibly clean um with it off because okay. they don't have a gain in volume, they just have a master volume yeah, yeah, and sure. a three band. So really for me it's great for stacking pedals and stuff. Yeah. So but but anyway this has gone down the other route. I think these will be really successful because I think bass players are often knobheads and they want um, <laughs> lots of controls where they need none at all. So um, for all those bass players who want loads of are those uh, pedals um, are I'm getting on? Are no, no, pedal? no, no. That's where you need
2: controls. Right, where you okay, don't need so. controls is on your guitar and on your amp. I'm going to mm-hmm. clip. I'm yeah. going to clip that. Just get a little clip of Branton saying bass players are often knobheads. Well, well, they are. Um, but this amp will fulfil. Um, sort
3: of all the Heads needs but uh, I th- they're, they're going to be very good they're going <laughs> to they are going to be really really good amps and uh, I, I I will have to try one out to see if it's a better clean I'd always want my compression to be on the floor rather than on the amp to be but honest it but it is
0: because it's foot switchable
3: it is yeah but just on and off yeah, yeah you, you can't, can't control it control it, it. yeah so um, but but I still think those are really interesting and then um, of course the most exciting thing um, this it isn't is, actually on this list but no, go but on. I'm going to mention it okay. anyway um uh I actually spoke to um, James from Orange today about when we could possibly
2: when you can get on for a demo yeah well we
3: i tr- i tried it out in fact we used you, st- you still working? No, with it was me it. no oh yeah yeah we tried
2: them out when they um, <laughs> what is what is it
3: okay orange have made a base the o base, and the thing is when they 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 brought a prototype in that myself and jay tried out, and it was um it's it's the same as it is now, so it 's a uh, a small Les Paul body with a full s- scale neck and a Rickenbacker style headstock with a precision based pickup in it very very simple, proper rock and roll base when they brought one in it was uh, it was Olympic white and it had a bright orange scratch plate <laughs> and to be honest, it looked a little bit cheap.
0: it looked like do you remember the um they did those starter packs. Yeah, I don't think it was last year. I think it might have been the year before.
4: Yeah, I was going to say, is it the same bass from the start? Yeah, packs? Yeah, well, it's it looks like
3: the s- same instrument shape, yes, that they did of the guitar starter packs. Yes, it's it not, looks like that. But
2: we should make it clear, it's not the same bass because those it's were not, just so cheap Chinese.
3: Yes. These are very properly built. They've also done them in... The, the finishes that they've now decided on are a gorgeous two-tone sunburst with like a... It's, it's like a... Um, a a uh, like tier, a teardrop oh, okay, sunburst yeah. um, they do it in an off black so like a an aged black and they do it in orange orange which is which is wicked. it's orange yeah but oranges pretty orange oranges that's pretty cool own brand of orange all of them come with well the, the black and the sunburst come with a parchment plate but also come with a torque. Plate that you can swap it out for. Nice. The orange one comes with a black plate or a white plate that you can use. I just think this is brilliant. They've actually the, the, it's, exclude the orange. The orange is the one that you would get if if you want to really plug orange. It's the extrovert <laughs> one. But the the black, the off black, and the gorgeous two tone sunburst with parchment and rosewood plates. They look like something out of the seventies. They have really thought this through. Do we know how much they
0: are? Yeah, two hundred and seventy nine quid. Two hundred eighty nine. Two hundred eighty nine. With uh, a, an orange soft case oh yeah. really okay so basically nice. what they've done what they've done is um, by the looks of things now I don't mean to uh, talk myself up here too much but I'm going to um, what they've done is they have um, taken the base that they brought in to show me a year or so ago, yep. made all They're of the changes. So made all of the changes, including the changes to the price, the exact price that I suggested, <laughs> and then brought that to market. So <laughs> thanks very much. That is actually true, but I expect those people said that they,
3: they they did say I think when they brought it into us, they said they were thinking about putting it up for like three four nine or three. They $3 said, $9. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were we I were think, all I like, think it's I actually gotta be under the three I think I said pound. three
0: seven nine. Uh, t- sorry, two seven nine and they've done yeah, by the looks since the black and the sunburst are two eight nine. Yeah. Right and the orange is two six I'm nine. So really so, what great they, I mean I think I think that's really funny that they've made the orange I think I, yeah, it's great like orange, made, the a orange one made a bit cheap cheaper save yourself 20 quid and they, do a, they of, have, do a bit do a bit of marketing I think they should have done it even cheaper than that yeah. like made it like made it like proper cheap just that two, so 249 like, 249 absolutely yeah. Yeah. yeah these do look these do look good I was when we saw the prototype I was I was very worried because I I did think that it was orange going in a bit of a strange direction yeah Um. I think they d- initially I thought that this was Orange sort of just going, oh yeah, bass, we, we'll have a bit of that. But I've, I'm actually, as, as often happens with Orange, my sort of, in the same way that when when we found out they were doing a solid state bass amp, we were like, mm, yeah. I'm not sure about this. But as Orange often have done, um, they've brought a product to market, which actually, uh, all my worries have been sort yeah. of assured. And I, I think this is going to be, I think it's going to be a very good alternative in that sub three hundred pound market, because Definitely. really, what what have you got if you want something classic? If you want something other classic, than a P P-Base or a you have base? to go to Squire Vintage yeah. Modified at that market. Yeah, yeah, you
3: you think you think the other competitors are all Ibanez SRs or like a Pony Epiphone? Yeah, Pony Epiphones or the budget. And the thing is that it, the Epiphones for that price are rubbish. The the Vint mods by Squire yeah, great. are great but then that's the only thing so the other things that are great are the Ibanez SRs and the ESPB series which stuff, won't appeal
2: to which people which are very modern absolutely yeah, yeah. and uh, just a couple of pedals of the last an- an- uh, announcements even Matt do you want to tell us um, about the two stroke EQ and the amp detonator
4: yeah the the amp detonate is a weird one because I thought oh it's like some sort of boost it's actually an AB box it's Uh, ABY so weird that it's like (laughs)
2: such a ridiculous name for such a kind of utility pedal have you watched the video for it my
3: mate Uh, Goz my mate Goz is one of the fellas that they're asking about it the bass player in Black Peaks Uh, how is Goz he's alright
2: is he I don't like
3: his band anymore (laughs) not since they've been signed by uh, Sony they're they, uh, don't, they don't scream anymore sellouts politics
2: sellouts. God, uh, making uh, money off music so Matt tell us about the pedals
4: yeah so uh, yeah, the detonator is an active ABY box um, with uh, dual buffered outputs um and phase inversion so the idea is is that a lot of times if you have an ab box a lot of them are passive so you get these big uh, clicks and pops and things when you go between two amps the idea is with this is that it's silent switching between the two um, and buffered outputs so if it sits at the end of your signal chain no matter how many pedals you might have in front of it if you're then running to 20 30 foot cables from that to the amps it's um it's silent switching and you don't lose um any sort of signal it pumps all the top top end back in.
3: It's also built um, like
4: a tank. I mean it's yeah, great. I mean, it off. also looks like a tank. Yes, <laughs> uh, I would
3: also never drop this amount of money on an A B buy box.
4: Yeah, I haven't actually looked at the price. Um but saying that, I mean there are some expensive A B boxes out there, but they are definitely worth it. Um I think the thing is is I've I've used plenty of the little fender ones and, and you know, things like the radio ones are great, but going for an active powered AB box makes all the difference. If you do a lot of switching between the two, if you run in stereo, that's different because you're you're sending two you're sending signal out to two amps always. Whereas if you're using a clean amp or and a distorted amp, um, or you know two distinctly different amps for for whatever reason, then going for a proper powered active AB what AB box is what you should really have. Um, Why is that? So because it it makes a big difference in terms of switching signal um, signal levels. Like I said, you get less noise switching between the two as well. Um, and also it offers proper phase inversion. So um, a lot of times you get two amps where the speakers are actually be pushing and pulling um, out of phase. So being, at, being able to correct the phase means that both the amps work um, together and you get a fuller and fatter sound. And a lot of times you wouldn't realise that if you've got a cheap A-B box, you wouldn't necessarily realise your... Um, amps were out of phase until you could actually switch between both phases and then you realise how much of a difference it makes and um, tell us about the two stroke EQ yeah so I think following on from um, the parametric EQ that's in the backspan guitar um, this is two parametric EQs in one box and I still think um, parametric EQ is a great thing but it just takes so long to dial in yeah Um, because most people aren't used to it the fact that you kind of find a frequency range you, you're you sweeping through a frequency range and then you have to boost or cut that frequency um, but what I like about it is that they've set unity gain on the boost because it's a booster with two EQs they've set the boost uh, for unity gain at zero so if you just want to hear the EQ you turn the boost down to zero you don't lose anything and it's just the EQ and then okay. as soon as you touch the boost it's all volume okay which I find really good because most of the, you know, you might find that Unity gain might be at 12 o'clock or, you know, three o'clock or something like that. And just the last bit of the uh, pot is boost and then the rest actually turns your signal down. There's no way to make this pedal any quieter. Effectively, if you turn it all the way down, that's Unity gain. Yeah. Um, so if you want to just use it as a cool EQ pedal, you can. And if you want to uh, add transparent boost as well, you can just literally turn up the boost control. And as per the um the backspan GTA, what it allows is just a really nice, super clean, no gain boost. It's just pure transparent volume. Which yep. is great if you just want things to be louder without actually adding any additional gain or drive to your signal.
2: That was always the uh, the classic uh kind of guitar shop question. People come in and go, I want a boost but I don't want it to change the sound and it's like yeah. that's a really difficult thing to actually get whereas this actually seems like you know if you leave the EQ off um, yeah. then you've just got like you say straight up volume
4: yeah and um, it runs um, higher headroom inside so it takes a normal 9 volt but actually runs at 18 okay uh, so you get more clear headroom as well so yeah I think it would be really good because the backspan guitar I still couldn't really get my head round it and you know there's a lot of gain in it that I probably wouldn't use because it's kind of modelling an amp where this allows you to kind of really tailor your guitar sound more from an EQ perspective. Definitely.
2: Um, Chaps, They've been busy, haven't they, they? They
0: have
4: Orange. Been, Orange have done a lot of stuff. They've done a lot of stuff. Like and it's,
0: it's sh- all completely disparate stuff. And that's, and the thing is is like it's worth it's no, worth its n- core cool line, isn't it well that yeah, and it's worth knowing that Orange is a very like relatively a small company. There's not that many people that work there. There's definitely not that many people that work in the design no. side of things. It's pretty much Adrian and yeah. I think, you know, a couple of others. I think
4: he pretty much designs everything, I think. Yeah,
0: and it's you know, so they've done a, l they've been very busy. That's cool. I, I mean I love orange. I think the, the orange stuff's great. So
2: this is great. There's a lot more on this list. We're nearly up at time for no, this episode. No. <laughs> <laughs> what are we um, gonna do? What we'll do. do an extra episode. Um,
4: I think uh we're going to I was to... gonna say, why don't you just list it all off? Uh, as because I mean, there's still stuff that I've seen today that has isn't on this list. Okay, well, we just, what I was going to say? Meant, and then we mentioned a few bits.
2: Let's just do one more brand, and then we'll go over to the Patreon episode, and then we'll finish off this list um, because there's a lot of stuff to uh, to talk about. Um, so, just quickly, let's talk about the new Washburn Ola England Signature Solar V's. Um, Sorry, what <laughs> all the things to pick all well right. i'm just thinking of no, something that we then. can talk about quickly uh, and then we uh, then we can do some stuff in the in the patreon uh, and then next week we're we'll gonna an all questions episode because we 've not done any questions for like three weeks so um, yeah we're going to do a, a big questions spectacular for those people that have sent questions in so um, yeah the Washburn Ola England signature solar Vs taking some of the uh, kind of um, Features from his regular solo guitars, but putting them into some flying V's seems to yeah. be about the story there. Matt, have you got the got any spec or details? Uh,
4: I was going to have a look. He's, I mean, he's been promoing these for um, months because um, obviously he's really active on social media. Um, but the thing I like about them and all of the solo ones is they just feel really nice to play. Um, they're you know all of the standard guitars they do are just really nice and they are about 650 quid yeah um so you're kind of not really breaking the bank if you want a flying V that's a bit more metal that's not potentially like an an, e- an ESP uh, or you know something similar that's really pickup wise going to cover sort of everything from sort of higher gain metal to actually something probably a little bit more diverse
2: well we, uh, we talked about this a lot when we because uh, we awarded the so solar six i think was the uh was it, it wasn't gear of the year was it but it was in the running a couple of years ago yeah um yeah. and we said that yes they're a little bit more kind of um usable than a lot of those metal guitars and these flying v's or these v's kind of look uh a similar way
4: yeah yeah and I, I just think that it's, once again it's, i mean potentially probably a guitar that i wouldn't necessarily play but actually a A nice option for people out there looking for something different that's actually a little bit more playable than some of the more well established guitars out there. Definitely. Definitely, chaps. Um, shall we? Um, we'll wind this
2: episode up. There's Is a that lot hour? already. We've done an hour. Are you already? Sure oh
4: man. Yep.
2: Uh, and then we'll do as much as we can in the Patreon. If there's anything left, we we'll can, carry on next week. Yeah, we um, should carry on because, t- to be honest, a lot of people would have looked up this stuff anyway. Sure, sure. I think it's just cool to talk about. Well, it. let's do some. Let's do some in the Patreon. See where we get to. Um, if you want to hear some more of this, do head over to Patreon.com forward slash Guitar Nerds. Whereas from as little as five dollars a month, you get an extra <coughs> half an hour at least... Least of every of uh, guitar nerds podcast, uh, and for ten dollars a month, you become one of our executive producers. We've had a couple new people sign up, so they, we're running out of spaces. Um, so if you're interested in that, getting your name read out in the podcast, a big thank you every week. Um, do uh, do sign up quickly because we are running out of spots. These yeah. people are our executive producers: adapter so Eric Siri, Hello Corrigan.
1: Jack
3: that was the,
2: probably the worst <laughs> one you've ever done. <laughs> People are paying to have their names read out. And I, was I was really dribbling to I know, the like, there's literally a bit of dribble on your phone. That's horrible. <laughs> Absolutely disgusting. I've, I've just not had enough sleep to deal with that noise. Do you want a hug? Yeah, big hug. <laughs> anyway, thanks for joining us again this week. Uh, do head over to patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds to hear some more now news and uh, our movie commentaries and all of the Patreon episodes that we've done over the last, what, eight months? Something like that? How long yeah. have we been doing this? I don't know. There's loads loads of content up there and uh, you can access the whole kind of back catalogue if you sign up. Um, You can also go over to the Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash guitar nerds forum to join the conversation. Like I said, all questions uh, episode next week. So uh, yeah, you can submit your questions there. Join us on Twitter at guitar nerds or on YouTube at guitar nerds videos. Um, You can follow me on Twitter, Mark underscore random. You can follow Matt Matt underscore Nightsy you can follow Jay at J-A-Y-B-M-1 and Joe at Joseph underscore 900 thanks for sticking with us this week Um, well I guess we'll see you next week probably Uh, or maybe in like five minutes Uh, yeah yeah, or maybe five minutes if you join us on Patreon which I suggest you do bye 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 -bye.